This is The Mudroom, on Common Sense Parenting Classes with Alana Robinson, parenting effectiveness coach and child behavior strategist. Weekly nuggets of developmentally appropriate parenting wisdom to help you parent your toddlers and preschoolers more effectively with less effort. The Mudroom is recorded live on Facebook every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Pacific. Now, here's Alana. Hey everyone, welcome to The Mudroom, our weekly free and live Uncommon Sense parenting class. How is everybody doing right now? Week four of social isolation in most places. I know many of you have been going much longer though. I know a lot of you have had school. Everyone is struggling right now. Absolutely everyone, some more than others, but everybody is struggling right now. We're going through a collective trauma right now with COVID-19. And I'm not a trauma expert, but trauma is often defined simply as too much, too fast. And we've all had that experience simultaneously. Our lives have just changed too much, too fast. And we're left scrambling to try and keep up, to adapt, to adjust. And I've talked a lot before about how our brains kind of scan for danger. Our brains are constantly keeping tabs on things and scanning for danger. I've mainly talked about it in relation to four-year-olds who identify danger where there isn't any simply because of the developmental stage that they're in. But what happens when we're hiding literally from an invisible danger that our brains can't stick a pin in? We've all adjusted our lives too much, too fast, which the more primitive areas of our brain get what that means. They un it understands that that means there is danger, but we can't see it. <laughs> There's no clear path to protecting ourselves from it. So our brains are all staying on high alert and it's our brains are just constantly hypervigilant. We're all collectively hypervigilant. We're all hyper aroused and we're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. And that's exhausting. That takes a ton of energy to be on high alert like that. We aren't designed to be on high alert for weeks unended. It's supposed to be a very brief state to get us to safety. And we're all very privileged that our brains aren't accustomed to being in a constant state of hypervigilance like that. We're very, very lucky. But it also means that we're all feeling so discombobulated right now because our brains can't figure out what the fuck is going on, where the danger is coming from, what happened to make us change our daily routines so quickly and with so little warning. We're all doing a lot of mental gymnastics and it's eating into our energy reserves. So no, there's nothing wrong with you if you're tired, you have no get up and go, and you're only operating at like 50% or less. We've all been through a collective trauma. Um, I said something to one of my clients the other day. Isa says she's been out for 34 days and counting. Yeah. And I think we're all, we're all going to be meeting you there, <laughs> Isa, even though you're going to be way ahead of us at that point. Um, this isn't ending anytime soon. So I was talking to one of my clients the other day um, and she, I said something and she thought it was pretty apt. So I'm going to repeat it here. This is not the status quo. You cannot expect the status quo of yourself, your child, or anybody else. Nobody is operating like normal right now. This is pandemic quo. <laughs> this is a new normal and we have to find it and we have to be okay with it. 
your children are going to be getting more screen time and their behavior as a result is going to be worse because they're spending more time in front of a screen. And they've also been through the same trauma that is making us all run on low energy right now. We have to lower the bar here. That doesn't mean that we're eliminating the bar. Just don't swing too far in the other direction. It just means that the expectations for everybody needs to lower. And accepting that when someone says, I really can't do that right now, they're not lying to you. It's not a lack of ability. It's a lack of energy. This isn't a regression. It's stress. And we've talked about this before and stress before. It's very important to understand how your kids consume energy. And you can go watch that episode afterwards. This is how kids feel all the time when we put demands on them that outstrip their energy. And we focus on that a lot in parentability because it's kind of the keys to the kingdom, making sure that we actively teach our kids to identify when they're feeling like they're low on energy and go and take a break to figure out what calms them, how to budget their energy is so important. And if you disregard that, it's all going to go to hell in a handbasket really quickly. We need to be taking care of ourselves first, too, because it's that old, you have to put your own oxygen mask on first. If we're running low on energy, they're automatically going to start to run low on energy because we get in sync with the people around us. Our brains sync up. And if something is consuming a lot of energy for you, it's going to start to consume a lot of energy for them. So taking care of ourselves, making sure that our energy is really, really good or that we're taking those breaks so that we can refill our tank will help them conserve more energy, which means that they need us to compensate for them less and they'll be calmer and they're going to watch that model of you and attempt to reproduce it which means that you're going to have less co-regulating to do. And if you just don't know how to do that, if you're just completely stuck on how to get everybody regulated at the same time, or you can't figure out what's draining everyone's energy above and beyond the trauma and discombobulation that we're all experiencing right now, come join us in Parentability. We will walk you through it step by step and we'll help you identify the stressors that your family is dealing with. We'll help you come up with stress reduction strategies and coping strategies. We'll help you figure out how, if the stressors, how, sorry, will help you figure out how their skills might be turning into stressors. That's what I was trying to say. And that can happen. Stress Skills can be stressors themselves. Weak skills that we need to use are exhausting to use. And if it is those skills, we're going to teach you how to build them with your kids in 10 minutes a day while you're doing routine things like eating dinner and bathing them and going for walks to get some fresh air. You'd be amazed at the progress that you can make just by tweaking what you're already doing. If you reduce the amount of stress that everything that they have to do causes them by let's say a quarter or even an eighth. Well, if you do that for everything that they have to do, that adds up to a lot of extra energy and that adds up to way better behavior. And that's not to mention the energy you're trying or you're spending trying to manage their energy, right? That's draining for us and trying to figure all of this out on your own. 
that causes a lot of energy drain too. So if you're ready to hand out the figuring out what to do bit to a professional, you know, maybe even come out of this whole thing with a slightly better behaved kids than you went into it with, come join us. The link is in the description. No matter what, I just want you to lower the bar, okay? Lower the bar. Acknowledge the trauma that we've all been going through and stop hiding yourself, holding yourself to the status quo. This is not going to go on forever, but we're not even halfway through. So commit to reducing everyone's stress as much as possible and focus on keeping everybody regular. Insomnia can definitely be a manifestation of stress. Um, it's, I mean, it can also be a hormonal thing though. But generally when kids are, or even us, when we're, ha I mean, you know, when you're having difficulty sleeping and I, for adults, it's usually because we're worrying about something and we're consuming a ton of energy that way. But for kids, and especially right now, when they're hearing a lot of things, they're getting snippets of the conversation that we might not necessarily realize that they're getting. Like my youngest, who I didn't even think was really aware of Easter. I mean, he was just under, or just over two, just under two last year. Under three? Under three. He was just under three last year at Easter. And I don't, I didn't think that he really remembered it or that he really had any idea what was going on. But at the dinner table the other day, he was really sad. And I was like, hey, what's the matter? And he was like, the Easter bunny's not going to come because of the virus. And it didn't even occur to me that he, that's a connection that he would make um, or that he was even really aware of the Easter bunny. So it's, Kids are expending a lot more energy on worry than they typically would because they're just catching snippets of the conversation and that can cause a lot of anxiety. So just across the board, whether it's weak skills or worrying about what's going on or just being out of our regular routine that's caused this trauma for us, it's just, it sucks energy and you actually need energy to go to sleep. It's, Going to sleep requires a relaxation response. And if you're not relaxed, if you're hyper aroused, that's really difficult to do, right? So totally feeding off of each other's energy that happens. It can be, it's, it's hard on the best of days, but when you've been stuck in the same four walls for two, three, four weeks, um, it's, it starts to get on your nerves a little bit. There's a reason that we all don't just hermit inside of our houses all the time. Even those of us who are really introverted, we expect other people to go away. <laughs> we like to have our alone time and now everybody's in our space. So it's not good for extroverts. It's not good for introverts. Everybody's just stressed. Complying with a request requires energy, right? They need to use some form of a chain of all those executive skills that we talk about all so much. And if one of those skills is weak, then they can't do the whole friggin' thing. And it, for us, often it looks like defiance, right? Or it looks like being flippant. But when you have weak skills and then you have stress that is sucking all of your energy, whether that's stress because of the situation, as I was saying, or it's stress because of one of the weak skills, you have a demand that requires this much energy and you only have this much energy in your tank. You just, you can't do it. So kids won't right? We need energy in order to keep ourselves safe. And right now nobody feels really safe. <laughs> so it's just kind of this perpetual cycle of suck that 
you know, we can manage. There's a lot we can do to help ourselves stay calm. And one of the big things is making sure we put our oxygen mask on first. But we just kind of have to have lower expectations of everybody right now because everybody's going through the same cycle of suck, just in slightly different ways. So I hope that makes sense. Thank you so much for being here with me this evening. If you guys are having struggling, like come into the posse, let us know how you're doing. We want to know how you're doing. And I think the more we talk about it, the less alone we're going to feel because our brains also have a negative bias. We tend to think that we're the only ones going through whatever it is that we're going through. And I can almost guarantee you that that is not the case or that it's unexplainable. So, you know, if you need your village, come and join the posse. There we go. (laughs) I find it a lot easier to calm down and to stop worrying about something when I know why it's happening. And I know for a lot of people, this out of the blue regression that their kids seem to be having, or the even a regression that we seem to be having where, you know, you just don't have as much energy as you're used to having in a day. It's stressful as well. So we just have all these layers of stress and we all need to just chill and just lower the bar compassionately for ourselves preemptively so that we're not burning out. Because if this goes on for another month, two months, at the level that a lot of people are freaking out, we're gonna crash and burn. And that just brings you into a whole other level of mental health. So recognizing why this is happening and that there's a reason that we all feel so drained, that our kids are regressing, that we feel so discombobulated, it makes it a lot easier to be compassionate with ourselves and make the adjustments that we need to make, right? And that's the whole premise behind Uncommon Sense Parenting. Understand why something is happening and then make the adjustments so that you can actually do the things you need to do. I just haven't had the energy to keep up with Instagram and Facebook and all the things because this is draining. Even if you're in like the best possible position, you haven't lost any income, you know, everything other than being ever stuck in your house, everything on the whole is fine. It's still draining. Everybody's dealing with the same trauma. It's just having slightly different manifestations for everybody. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here with me, guys. I love talking with you. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay the fuck home. And I will see you next week for another Uncommon Sense Parenting class. Bye. You've been listening to The Mudroom, Uncommon Sense Parenting Classes with Alana Robinson. If you like what you just heard, remember to join us every Tuesday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Pacific on Facebook. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, share, and connect with us on social. This has been an Alana Robinson Family Services production.